my life has changed significantly, but my boundaries are still in place because there was only so much I've ever been able to do because it's always just been, well, I'm married, but my husband's always at work. So I'm the one who's had to do everything the whole time. So I've always had to have very strong boundaries and those boundaries will make sure that that bucket doesn't empty. And to create that time, we need to prioritize tasks. We need to prioritize our off time. We need to prioritize our health as well. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners responding directly to the needs of a practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact, and I look forward to working with you soon. Hello, everyone. How are you? How's it going? So I thought I've had a special request today, and I thought the special request is about how do we create time? Let's be honest. Let's be absolutely honest. We can't create time. Creating time isn't a thing, but at the same time, it kind of is because when we're working and when we're in business, we have to have time, but we also have to run our own lives, don't we? So we have to create that time that we need to be able to do everything we need to do. So I wrote myself a little list of the things that I wanted to talk about and how we can make sure that we do have the time. So I have spent today with a VIP client, which means that I spend the whole day with them And we do hour blocks, then we have an hour to go off and do what we need to do, then we have an hour block. So I will do things for her, she will do things. At one point, I had to have lunch. Another point, she had to have in that hour block. So you're working and eating, admittedly. But it means that she got so much information and so much done. Now, normally that's 90-day program because it can be done either way. Either we spend the solid day together or we spend that time extended over a 90-day period, which, to be honest, is actually 120 days. But 90 days sounds way better in the advertising, doesn't it? So 90-day program sounds really cool, whereas the 120-day program doesn't have quite that same ring. Now, creating time and the concept of time, there's a lot going on in creating the concept of time. But what we can do to create our time is start the day right. Yeah, at the beginning of the day. But how do you start your day right? How is it that your day becomes the best day? And that's different for everyone. So my day, my alarm, I wake before my alarm, but my alarm goes off at quarter to seven. I'm actually already awake by then. I'm normally on my phone. I've checked my day's events for the day ahead. I don't journal as such. So that for some people is really important. I stretch in the morning. And when I can, I try to get my exercise in the morning. Today, I haven't because of the time zones of the VIP client. So I had to start much earlier here. So my exercise will actually wait until the afternoon. But I know that every day I have to have some sort of exercise in there. On days like today, it had to be stretches in the morning rather than an hour of exercise. Really, time management is part of that time creation, isn't it? Time management is really, really super important. 
And one of the ways every coach suggests that you figure out your time is by actually getting yourself a spreadsheet or a piece of paper. And over a few days, hopefully a week, you actually in 20 minute or half an hour increments, you write down what you did. That seems who's got the time to write down every half an hour what they did. And sometimes you've got to go back and go, well, I started this task at one o'clock and it's now three o'clock. So I was seeing clients between one and three, or I was in Canva creating posts between one and three. So I've done all of this in this time. When we think about our time blocking, we've got to go, what is it I like to do? Because it might be you want to spend three hours in Canva, but you're avoiding doing your finances. That was what I used to avoid. Now I've got a bookkeeper. I'm all good. I just send her a copy of everything and off she goes and does it all. So that's marvelous. But because that's the other thing, isn't it? It's delegating the things we don't want to do. And I will get to that in a minute. But let's talk time management for right now. Let's talk about figuring out what you do for the day, how you spend your time on your phone. I've got an iPhone somewhere here. On your phone, I've got this screen time. It tells me how long I'm on the screen for each week. And it gives me, and I can ask it every day. I've got a watch. I watch. So I know exactly how much time I spend playing games on social media. It breaks it all down for me. So I know what I'm doing. So I could actually theoretically go back and have a look. I think on the Android phones, you probably get more information because there isn't the security around it that there is on the iPhone. So you can probably get more information back from your provider. When we time block, we're choosing what we're going to do in a certain period of time. So if we know what we're doing, we know when we're wasting time. might be that you're playing Candy Crush. I don't play Candy Crush anymore. I've given it up. But maybe you're playing a particular game more and more often. You need to ask yourself, why am I playing that game? And what could I be doing instead? What is it? That game is. I am doing instead of something else. What is it, this other thing that I should be doing? Yes, I need to prioritize tasks. I'm sure you all get pretty good at last minute doing things. You've all done study. So you all spent a bit of time avoiding tasks and then doing last minute study and last minute logs and things to hand in at college. So we're all good at catching up and doing last minute things. But isn't it nice on the odd occasion when you've done something in advance? So if we can start, start by lying to yourself, start by saying, you know that the assignment needs to be in Friday at midnight. So start by saying to yourself, well, it needs to be in Friday, it needs to be on midnight on Thursday. Because once it's in your head and you're repeating it to yourself, you're going to believe yourself. If you put it in your diary, then you're going to make sure it's done in advance so that if you are running late, if something happens, then you do have Friday to catch up. So that's one of the ways of sort of double checking ourselves and getting things done in advance if we're always working to the deadline, if we're a deadline person and we want to arrange some of those deadlines in. We can use to-do lists, obviously. A to-do list is great, isn't it? But when we're on a to-do list, sometimes it can become overwhelming. So take your to-do list and break down that to-do list and prioritize within the to-do list. So you might use different colors. That assignment has to be in Friday at 5 p.m. So you might mark that out in red and then tell yourself it has to be in Thursday at 5 p.m. So you'd mark that out in red. And yellow might be that you want to update your website. 
And that might be in yellow because you know that you've actually got to do quite a bit of work there and you can do little things on the side, but you don't have a deadline for it. So maybe you're just putting that one off. So maybe that gets its own to-do list. So we have to prioritize within a to-do list. Using our calendar is 100% the best way of doing that and using a timer. I'm forever saying set a timer for, and all of my devices have suddenly set a timer. So with VIP today, I was talking to her, okay, my time is up and I would set a timer so that I came back in time. I'll see you in an hour and I'd be back. By prepping in advance, we're actually taking away a lot of our stress and nightmare. Now, what don't we tell our clients to do that all the time? Aren't we saying, how about you prep food on Sunday so that you're all ready for the week? Well, we need to sometimes take our own advice. Meal deliveries are great. If you can't do a meal delivery, do a click and collect from your supermarket. So I've got click and collect from all of my supermarkets and I did that all up until this year. So because I had children at home at the moment, it's only my husband and myself. So it's quite nice for me to tootle out and go to the supermarket and get the few things that we need. But when I had kids at home, it was definitely click and collect was the way to go. And my sister, who was like super organized, she's like Miss Organizy, it's all click and collect. She's on the way home from work. She's in, she collects the food. She knows exactly what they're eating. She's got, it's all organized. And these are the things that we do with our clients, don't we? We help our clients with, and yet we're not helping ourselves. We're not looking after ourselves because we give a lot, don't we? We give so much of ourselves to others and to our clients and to our families and our empathy bucket. I do like to think of it as a bucket because we are scooping cupfuls of that empathy out and giving it to people. And we have to remember that there is a bottom to that bucket. And we have to look after ourselves. We don't want to hit the bottom. We don't want to be hitting the bottom of that bucket. We want that bucket refilling. And so to refill it, we have to have time for business and time for ourselves. So how do we refill that bucket? Reward time. Check my list. Reward time. Now, your reward time. What is your reward time? Now, it might be something that's not a reward at all, and that is playing a game on your phone. That's not a reward. That is something brain dead time. That is a time when you desperately need to just turn off the brain and do something else. And you need to set a timer for that so you don't get sucked in. I quite like TikTok, but I only go on it on a Sunday evening because once I get sucked into that vortex, I can't get out again. So, and I really, I follow people who talk about politics and all sorts of things. It's really interesting, but I only do it on a Sunday evening. That's it. No other time. And if I notice that I've gone over there to have a look, I come out again and go, oh, it's not Sunday. But what is your reward time? What are you rewarding yourself with? So I get my hair done. That's my reward. I've gone a nice lilac at the moment, gone from the pink, got to have a change. I get massages. I go to a remedial massage therapist. I actually have a lot of aches and pains. So it's actually quite painful going for a massage, to be perfectly honest. But I'm rewarding myself for the work that I'm doing. It helps my shoulders. It stretches my shoulders. She tells me the exercises to do, and then I don't do them. I did do them today, the corner stretches and that up and down the wall and things like that. But we have to time manage. We have to reward ourselves. And then if there's something that you don't want to do, you find that you're just going off to do something else. You're playing a game or you found yourself in the kitchen or you're suddenly out in the garden doing something or you've wandered off somehow and you're not doing that job that needs doing. It's five, four, three, two, one. We have to recognize the job that needs doing. We have to ask ourselves why we're not doing the job, whatever it might be. 
my your accounts. I always go back to the accounts because that's the thing that I hate the most. So that's always my avoidance one, except it's better now because I'm just sending pictures off to a bookkeeper. But back in the day, it was totally my avoidance. And yet if I did it more regularly, if I'd done it the once a week I was meant to do it, it would never have overtaken and I would never have found that was overwhelming for me. If I'd actually spent the time in the beginning doing it and organizing myself and working on what's... Now, I didn't invent this. It's called the 54321. And that is you recognize the problem, you see the problem, you know you want to avoid it, but that it has to be done. And you go 54321, you sit down and you do it. You sit down, you allocate the time, say, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to email my bank statements. I'm going to do whatever it is. 54321, you start now. It's like running a race. 321, go. And it's the same sort of thing, but you're actually giving yourself the five four. And it means that you get on and you do that job absolutely immediately. Because when we're blocking our time, we need to block our time for all of the things we need to do, right? When you're running your own business, it's not like working for somebody else. You work for somebody else, you get in your bus, car, off you go. You go to the place of work. You work for the length of time. You do the jobs. There's jobs you hate doing that they have to be done. You have to mop the floor or you have to do something that you hate doing. You do it anyway because it has to be done and it's part of your job allocation. And then at the end of the day, you get back on the bus or the car and you come home again. You may or may not have some work to do. If you're a school teacher, you might have some marking to do, for example. But you have to go and do those things. When we work for ourselves, there can be a few issues there, can't there? Because even if we get on the bus, get in the car, go to the place of work, we can still avoid stuff by doing other stuff because not only do we have to see clients, we have to do our paperwork, we have to pay our bills, we have to do everything. For every client that you see, like for every one hour with a client, for me, there's 15 to 20 minutes of associated blah, getting everything done, their scripts done, all of the other things, right? Checking accounts, doing all the stuff. So how long is it? It's about 15 minutes actually for each client with me. So how long is it that extra time that you need for each client, for all of your paperwork, for following up emails? And how can you make sure that you're not working out of hours and actually having life? Because remember, you've got that bucket. We only have a certain amount of empathy. We only have a certain amount of energy and it's in that bucket. And if we're scooping out that empathy and that all of that stuff, and we're scooping it out, scooping it out, scooping it out, it's going to get empty. So how are we going to make sure that we have our boundaries in place? Well, our boundaries are using a calendar properly. They are using the calendar, making sure that your calendar is set with total boundaries in it. You've decided when you're seeing people. So I've just given out the winners to the challenge to the finding your flow and to the replay winners, right? So I have sent an email to them all right now, just before I came on, I sent an email saying, hey, congratulations. This has to be used by the end of March. April, I'm away. And then it would just get too far away. So, and then I run out of time. And then they're saying, well, can I fit in? Well, no, actually you can't. So I've made my boundary. My boundary is the end of March. It has to be used before the end of March. So what are your boundaries? And do you have boundaries on all of your systems? So your calendar, does it have boundaries on it? It does, because if it's a one on this calendar or I use Acuity or any of those systems, 
if it's one of those, then it totally has boundaries on it because a person can only book in when you've got it open. If you're open the whole time, then clients will look at it and go, hmm, there's too much. I can get in any time. I don't have to worry. That's fine. I can leave it. Whereas when we have very specific time availability, they can only come then. And they can only come in those times and it's up to them. How sick am I really? How much do I really want to see the naturopath? Because the person that said to you, oh, I don't think I can come then. I'm not sure about that. And maybe then chances are they'll cancel on you. We need those boundaries in place. And an electronic calendar is the very best way to do that. You send them the link and they can book in on your times that are available. Okay. And you decide the times that are available. You decide, I am going to work on my business. I'm going to do my social media posts in advance. I'm going to do these things ahead of time. So you're going to sit there and you're going to do that work in a specified time allocation. Okay. And you're going to allocate that time. And when we allocate that time, we create boundaries for ourselves and for the work itself. My phone out of hours. So at 5.30 in the evening, focus comes on. iPhone has focus now. I mean, let's give it a special name. Why don't we? And on that focus. So I can't be contacted except by the people in my favorites. I can ignore everything. I can say, I can put everything on off basically. At night, only my favorites come through. It's totally locked down. My boundaries are in place on my phone. I only have one number. I get asked this all the time. You know, how many phone numbers do you have? A lot of people have two SIMs in their phone. So they can have a business number and a home number. But I've had this number and it was too expensive when I first started out to get another SIM, to have another number, to have another phone. Now I could probably have another cheap phone. But back then phones were very expensive. And so we had one phone, one number, and that is my business phone. But it's also my private number. But that's fine because no unknown callers ever get through. So I don't have my clients' phone numbers in my phone. And the answer machine messages, hi, welcome to Highgate Proactive Health and mentoring with Geraldine. I filter all my calls. So if you'd like me to call you back and I'd love to call you back, please leave your message after the tone or I will not return your call. So that just removes so much. All of those people ringing you going, hey, buy a website. Hey, you owe me money. Hey, it's the tax office. All of these rubbish phone calls. I just don't get them. It's freed up about 45 minutes of every single day. So boundaries on our phones. So boundaries around games and boundaries around social media. So as I said, I specify my Sunday evening TikTok. I specify when I'm going to myself and I'm going to be on. Does anyone else care that I'm only on there on a Sunday night? No, this is my life. This is when I have the time, the energy, the brain space to watch something. If I'm always doing something for other people, then I will be even more exhausted. So I started out with a breastfeeding baby and a toddler as a naturopath. My son is now 22. My daughter is 19. My life has changed significantly, but my boundaries are still in place because there was only so much I've ever been able to do because it's always just been, well, I'm married, but my husband's always at work. So I'm the one who's had to do everything the whole time. So I've always had to have very strong boundaries and those boundaries will make sure that that bucket doesn't empty. And to create that time, we need to prioritize tasks. We need to prioritize our off time. We need to prioritize our health as well. Automation is a really great tool to make things help you. When we automate, I haven't actually started in strictly education and support. Every Wednesday, there's a post, like a fun post that comes up, an interaction post. And I haven't restarted them for this year. I just haven't had time. 
and they come up on a Wednesday morning, but they're automated. I schedule them. I sit down and I really think about them. You can do six weeks in advance. So I sit down and I really think about what is it going to be fun? What do I want to know about from people? I want to see a picture of their office. I haven't seen one of those for a while. I want to find out what their name is if they type in something weird. I want to know. And so I really think about that. And it does take me time to think about what these things are going to be. So I have to give it time. And I have to be in the mood to think up all of those things, which is why I didn't do it over the summer. I I did just about no social media in the summer at all. I had my regular output of posts on social media to show that I still existed. But I don't post those, my VA does. So she checks in with me. A lot of those are now redone from the past. So if you were to scroll through to three years ago, you'll see that a lot of the wording is now the same today. Because why reinvent the wheel? We only have so much time in our lives. Now, another thing, we're time blocking, we're prepping, we're giving ourselves reward time. We are doing immediately anything that can be done in under two minutes. This is another. So in the morning, I wake up, I get up, and then I will check my emails. What takes me under two minutes in the morning is going through and deleting all the rubbish. That's all I do. First thing in the morning, I wake up and I have 90 emails. And I'm like, yeah, right, in their dreams. And I just go through and I follow a lot of people. And every so often, I'll go, actually, I'll, I'll read his one today or her one today, and I won't delete that. But I go through and I delete all the ones that I don't want to unsubscribe from them because occasionally that will be the chosen email to read later. So I generally go through in the morning and I delete about 30 emails, knowing there's my favorites I'm going to read and that there are the odd one one that I've chosen because I haven't read any of theirs for a while. So I've already reduced the amount of work I've got coming up and it's something that can be done in under a minute. I might choose to read one of the promotional emails from someone but I will leave anything that I think is a direct message to me. So the Graduate Mastery Program is open. And so, of course, people who are in for the last six months last year are coming back this year. So I'm getting a few emails from them. So I haven't opened them because I haven't had time to properly reply to them yet. So if I leave them unopened, then I have that number on my phone. And I know I've got to go and open those because they're what I consider a real email. So when I'm working, I'm setting those boundaries around my time, but I'm also eliminating distractions. So when I sit here, my phone is on its front, so it doesn't give me the notification. My watch, which gives me notifications, is set to silent. I eliminate these distractions. I minimize everything I can. My computer shouldn't have notifications coming through. Every so often, I'll do an update and that will get knocked off. My nighttime focus thing has, I did an update recently and that messed with that. And I did an update on something else and my calendar is no longer syncing. So I've got a few issues with some updates, but generally my computer, no notifications ever. So I don't see them coming up in the corner. The only thing I have coming up in the corner of my screen is my calendar. So I know I've got somebody I'm seeing next, something I've got to do next. I want to turn these things off. I'm only going to go and look at emails that in the morning when I delete, basically. And then when I sit down at my desk, I might look at emails then, but I give myself a specific time. So like today, I had VIP all the way through today until literally half an hour ago. So I was working with her all day. So I haven't checked my emails. I haven't looked at anything. I have checked 
a messenger chat because most of my groups have a messenger chat. And so I have checked the messenger chat. I'm eliminating my distractions. I have to work. I'm busy, but I don't want my bucket to be empty. I've got to have that energy for everyone. I don't want to burn out. So I have to set my times. Okay. When I want to increase my productivity. So increasing productivity, because that is creating time, isn't it? I've set my boundaries. I've organized everything. I've done everything I can, but then suddenly I need time to create. Now, creation time. So I went to a pottery class yesterday and the side of my hand is actually quite raw from rubbing on the wheel, but there we go. I didn't do very well. Everything was a disaster, but it was the first time and she did say it was going to be a disaster the first time. So I wanted to create time because I wanted to create some artistic time for me. So I started a pottery class on a Wednesday afternoon. I've had to carve out that time from other things. I've had to make decisions on what is not going to happen on a Wednesday, what I can move to other times of the day. And I have to increase my productivity at other times to deal with this time that I've stopped, right? So we have to remember that there's a lot going on. So with our productivity, so my sister has just joined and she is the most organized person I know. So she knows she has limited time. She works full-time. She's got young children. So she has to be absolutely on point for everything. Everything has to be organized, way more organized than me. When we run our own business, we have to be on point because we've got all this extra stuff we have to do. We've got to do all of the things, all right? We've got to run this business on top of seeing people. We're not going to work and coming home and being able to do stuff. We've got all this extra stuff we have to do. So sometimes I suggest to people when they're starting out that your artistic time happens in the evening. People sit down. I'm so tired in the evening and I sit down in front of TV. Well, maybe you can sit down in front of TV one night a week and one hour of that is actually on Canva. One hour of that is actually creation for something else and not Netflix. Because if you can't carve that time out, especially when you've got little ones, you've got toddlers, who are no longer sleeping. You don't have that afternoon time. But when you have got those little ones, get the other stuff done, get the housework done so that that time when they are in childcare, you're not running around doing the other things. That's done. Order online, do pick up to the car so that they bring it out to you. So you can have the kids in the car with you. You don't have to go into the supermarket. Do the things that you can while you have the kids, get them doing the jobs with you as well, because they need to learn to do them. And then when you have that time away from the kids, you can specifically use it in your business. You can specifically use it for seeing clients. So I always have, I've always had a late night Monday and it's always been book solid. So I've always had five to six clients on a Monday evening. So I'd start about two, one thirty, two o'clock, depending. And so I'd get one or two in before end of, before school pickup. Then there'd be the one child the parent would pick up a bit early from school because then they skip the school traffic, the last half hour of school, who cares? And then the ones who are after school and beyond. And then the 6 and 7 p.m. clients are business people. So I've always run a Monday late night and it's always worked brilliantly. I don't want to work Saturday. The kids want to go to sport. I want to go to their sport. And other people want to go to their kids' sport. So they're not free on a Saturday either. But a late night, late night Monday, who's doing anything on a Monday? So think about when your timings are, when you can work, and how you can put it all together. 
So that is today. So that was the request that we had today, creating time. And each of us is different and creating our time is difficult. It's not an easy thing to do, but really it's about boundaries and organization, automation and elimination. Okay. I think it's time management, delegation, automation, elimination are the things that we have to think about to create that time to be able to do what we need to do to build that business. All right. So I hope you've had a good one. I've had quite a few people. I've had quite a few eyes on the prize. So it was lovely seeing you all. Hashtag replay. And I look forward to catching you on the next one. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the Herbal Discussions, more clinical learning, and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.